You are listening to the SK Hobbies AZ Podcast with your host, Stitch. That's me. Stay tuned. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. It's been a while. It's been several months, I would say. Um, you know, I'm sitting in my shop right now. You know, staring at my new uh, new rig, and this this epi- episode is de- debuting tomorrow on uh, my my new Losi LMT Son of a Digger. So that's going to be what's new coming to the channel. By the time uh, you guys hear this podcast, uh, most likely that video debuting the unboxing of that one is uh, is going to be up. But uh, I'm super excited for it. The uh, but we've done a lot on this channel. Um, you know, we've, uh, we just finished, you know, what I'm calling the ultimate, uh, crawler build series, at least for me and my wife, you know, the ultimate crawler build series, we built a, uh, an element enduro trail rig using the element enduro builders kit. And then we also, uh, built the axial SEX 10-2 Builders Kit. And it's about a nine-part series that we did. And it, uh, you know, it definitely took a lot. All the way down, you know, from building it, all the way down to the shell uh, and doing the shell. And I haven't painted bodies in over 10 years. And, you know, the last bodies I did was, you know, uh, actually uh, the last two I did, really, was for a low-C... LST2 that I actually started with that one. I started actually a whole conversion. I bought a Losi Aftershock. And, you know, these this is a nitro, you know, monster truck. And I was digging in the forums and found that they had a uh, kind of a conversion kit. You could buy a new chassis and some upgraded parts, uh, you know, revolving around the, uh, the transmission and uh, battery placement you know, for the uh, uh, the steering servo, you got to have that battery for it. And uh, you buy all these upgraded parts and you can upgrade the shocks. And uh, I basically turned my aftershock into a uh, low CLMT2. And uh, in that process, I needed a new shell for it because the aftershock shell was, of course, too small. And uh, so I turned around and uh, had to paint a new shell. And uh, did kind of like a diamond plated uh, back end. It was like a fade from purple to pink uh, shell type thing that I, I did on it. And it turned out pretty pretty good. I mean, I did mess up on the little carbon fiber paint job I did on the, the back end of it. But, you know, I, I did that. And then I did a orange to black fade on a Ofna Hyper 7. And Ofna, you know, they're long and gone now, but basically they were uh, showboating um, Habayo uh, rigs, you know, like the uh, the Hyper 7, they had the Hyper, Hyper 9, and I think the Hyper 10 all in that line. And then they went back even before that uh, with some of the, uh, the Hyper line. And uh, they kind of rebranded it to be an Ofna with a contract they had, but the guy retired 
And after he retired, uh, that's when we started seeing Habayo more around the States. But they actually had on the box Afna Habayo. Yeah, sorry, I had to wet my whistle. So uh, getting back to it, you know, let's let's talk about these uh, these two crawler builds we did. Um, you know, building each kit, I think that uh, I really enjoyed it, and um, they they're really well built kits. The instructions were really good. I do love that both kits in the instructions had different ways of you testing out the size of the screws that were called out. And um, when it came to Element, they had a little pop-out that you could fold out, like almost like a third fold-out type thing out to the side. So as you're thumbing through, you could keep that open. And when it would call out for a certain size, you could see it on the list over there and then just grab the screw out of the screw bag, hold it up. Yep, that's the right one, and that's the one that you use. I loved that. But... What really impressed me even more was moving along to the Axial uh, SCX-10 tube builders kit that uh, each page had what screws and the quantity that you needed and any of the components. So like even when you were building the transmission and the shocks, they had them all lined up down the one side of the column, uh, whether you were on the, the, the left page or the right page, it was on that inside column. And... Uh, you could actually lay out, like with the transmission, you could lay out all your gears on that spot and you knew exactly which gears you needed, the screws and the hardware and uh, and building it. Um, so that was that was awesome. You know, I was I was actually I had my uh, uh, element book actually out with it up over to that screw page. It was going to kind of use that as a kind of a cheater guide until I started get, digging into the instructions on the uh, the axial and uh Found out they had it right there for you, so that was that was sweet. Yeah, so I got all that built. Um, it took me right around eight hours for each rig to build to build them uh, for the roller, um, and then installed the electronics in a uh, later on. Um, and I did it that way against the instructions because the instructions have you actually install your electronics along the way, which I recommend you do. Uh, but video-wise, I wanted to build the rollers first, compare the rollers, and then move on to the electronics and, you know, build on the electronics portion of it, talk about it, put it in there, show everybody how, how the electronics works, and, you know, and move forward. But uh, the element, it went together really smooth. Everything slid in perfectly, no issues with getting the electronics in. Uh, very easy to route the wires so you can have a nice clean build, which if you guys go over to my YouTube channel, you guys will see how clean that build looked. Um, on the axial side, there is a downside to it. Now, maybe if I changed um, the side rails and I changed them out to maybe an aftermarket side rail and was able to uh, move that uh, your receiver box because the side rails that come in the kit that receiver receiver box is actually built onto that uh, that side rail, and with it built onto that side rail, you can't really remove it. And to get the motor in, um, I didn't want to have to pull the transmission, uh, mount the motor in. I wanted to mount it kind of in place, and so I had to kind of shimmy and and work it work its way in there, and finally got it to drop into place. But in that process, I kind of scratched uh, the sticker that was. Uh, sitting there on top of uh, the Holmes Hobby motor that I put in it.
But, uh, but yeah, that, I mean, it went in, but I recommend if you guys are uh, going to swap your motors out, definitely pull that whole transmission off. It's only four bolts underneath. And, uh, you know, you can pull that thing right out, swap out your motor, put your new motor in, and then bolt it back in uh, with the four screws underneath that hold the transmission in place. Uh, it would have been a lot simpler. You wouldn't, uh, you know, you know, damage the sticker and all that stuff. But, uh, but then I got down to the bodies and I had to get those bodies painted. Um, I originally, for the Element Enduro, I chose the... Uh, the Pro Lines Gladiator 12-3 uh, crawler body. And um, it's not really a good choice uh, for that body. I'm not sure which rig that would work with the best, but uh, you can do it, but you got to relocate that uh, receiver box and your ESC where you're going to mount it at. You've got to relocate that to center line of the rig. And... There is a couple of videos out there that a guy does the relocation to utilize the uh, the gladiator shell. And basically, right on the back side of where the transmission is, you've got the uh, chassis rails that kind of arc up and go flat towards the rear shocks. But right on that arced piece, you can actually, there's bolt holes there for you to, to put it in. But if you have a spare um, chassis brace, the T-brace that goes underneath the um, where your battery box is, which I did because I replaced mine with a uh, the hardened plastic one. I still had the original one that came with the kit. If you mount that in there, you can actually screw uh, the receiver box right into that chassis plate and it kind of holds it in place. And then I just mounted my uh, uh, ESC right on top of it. And so I got that put in there and I was I, I was cutting the shell down to get it to fit. And then just realize that with doing that, I'm shifting the weight of the vehicle. So immediately when you move it back there, stock off the, you know, you're losing that 60-40 weight difference split. So you're putting more weight to the back. And with that, you're going to have to be concerned about your, you know, of course, your front weight and having to add more weight in the front. I really didn't want to do that. So I stopped what I was doing. I figured I'd find another option for that shell and I would get me a different shell that would, would work better. And so I ended up getting that Jeep Command, uh, Comancho, Comanche, the, the Jeep Comanche shell from ProLine, which actually turned out amazing. Uh, it, it fit up there really good. The only issue is, is the wheel fairings that are molded on there. I had to take those off because with pushing down on the body, you know, to flex those springs, it was hitting those those royally really bad. So once I cut them completely off, then I had perfect travel of that body on on top of it, and then, and it worked out really good. So I'm probably going to look at maybe doing some 3D printing work and 3D print me some additional fairings out of uh, PLA that I can I can put over that area to kind of make that uh, that wheel well back there again. So um, I did. I, you know, I did talk about it in my YouTube video that uh, the Element Enduro kit does not come with a bumper. It comes with the front bumper uh, plate in the front for you to mount your bumper, but it actually didn't come in the kit with a bumper. I was kind of surprised on that because the Axial one came with a front bumper, but it didn't come with a 
uh, a rear bumper, but it came with the mounts to mount a rear bumper. It just didn't come with one. Uh, and the Element Enduro Kit, the back uh, brace that you would mount your bumper on, doesn't have a spot to mount a rear bumper. But I went ahead and I bought the Vanquished uh, uh, VS, the VS410. I went and bought that, sh that bumper for it. And uh, it mounted up right right away. It was it was good. It mounted right up on the front. It looks amazing on it. So you guys should go check that video out and you'll see see how good it looks. But uh, the rear bumper I haven't mounted yet because I've got to order a back uh, a mounting piece to be able to mount the bumper on the back. Um, and then of course the uh, the axial it did come with a CRC front bumper that we mounted that up. And then we went with a Proline uh, 1991 Forerunner body. And uh, my wife really loves her Forerunner, and she wanted a Forerunner body, and so we found that. And uh, and it you know it 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 mounted perfect. It looks amazing on there. So let's talk a little bit about the paint we did on it. So the paint on we'll we'll, we'll continue on talking about the Forerunner. The Forerunner body. Um, my wife really wanted like a desert, desert tan look with black accents and looking out there, nobody makes a rattle can or an aerosol style can of paint in tan. Um, you know, like Tamiya doesn't, uh, Duratrax doesn't have it. Traxxas doesn't have it. And they have, I think two rigs that have that color as their, their rig color. Um, but uh, they do make it in um, kind of like the airbrushing style paints, but that would have required me to get an airbrush, and I wasn't really wanting to get into airbrushing right now because I am not an artist. Um, I don't, I don't ever claim to be an artist. I am an electrical engineer, and if you want me to rewire stuff, I can rewire stuff all day long. But you want me to uh, airbrush flames on your your body? You're looking at the wrong person. <laughs> Even cutting out decals. I'm not good at cutting out decals either, but I can design them. I just, you know, cutting them out, I'm not good at. But, uh, but so we got that. And then uh, moving on to the Jeep Comanche body that we put on the uh, Enduro rig. What I tried out this new, this it's not necessarily new color, new color to me because I don't remember this, you know, 10 years ago, but they came out with this color in Tamiya called Lane. And what it does is it puts like this glow, uh, gold sparkly flake in the the paint. It goes on clear, so you can put it. You put it on first, and then whatever you back it with, it makes it sparkle. So it makes me, you know, think of when I see the body of this shell. It makes me think of the body that uh, like would be on those old boats or the old doom buggy styles that they used to have back in the day. Uh, that uh, that sparkly glittery look. That they had on those shelves so we uh we rolled that way with the body on it and uh what i backed it in was gunmetal gray and it turned out amazing so i don't really have any other decals on other than putting on some of the ones that came in the kit um i put the headlights and the side bump uh the, the side turn signal light stickers on uh rear wise i just put the rear tail lights on and um I haven't really got into painting uh, the Jeep lettering on the, the, the back end, 
because there's going to be another stage that we're going to do that's going to kind of take take that out of the picture anyways but and then of course we got our sk hobbies logo i got it right on the roof uh roof of it we did put the sk hobbies uh az logo on the forerunner it's right there on the hood because the back end of the forerunner uh coming up the side back doors uh, my wife's going to do the old school um uh forerunner uh pinstriping so they had that uh red orange yellow you know the big stripes that went went kind of vertically up the side uh so she's been she's been working on that on her shell so we've been getting that done so yeah uh other than that we did we did do two new bodies for the gen eights um my youngest son inherited the uh purple gen 8 that i have on the channel and um and he's he's loving it but he wanted the toyota uh tacoma body so we got that proline 2015 toyota tacoma body and uh we've got that mounted up on top of the gen 8 and with us mounting up there um he wanted kind of like the front of the truck to be red he wanted the back of the truck to be blue but he also wanted a big black pinstripe going down the, uh, the center of it. So um, I did kind of like a, a fade uh, from red to blue. And so it kind of fades into a little bit of a purple right on the top uh, of the cab and then rolls down into the bed where it turns into a blue. And uh, it, I mean, it turned out really nice. So it's got that. And of course it's got the, uh, uh, the plastic inserts that you can put in for the headlights, for the grill, the taillights. So we kind of blocked all that off and uh, uh, before we painted it to leave those those lenses clear. And then he's got the buckets mounted in his his vehicle. I don't have the headlights moved over from the uh, the other uh, from the uh, International Scout shell. I don't have that done yet, but we'll get, uh, we're going to get those removed off hopefully in the next couple of weeks, and we'll get them mounted onto that that body. Now the Gladiator shell, it actually, it kind of fits on the Gen 8, but it doesn't. So it kind of sets kind of hot rod-ish with the front end really low and the, the back end really high. But uh, but I'd already started mounting it to put another shell on the the, the green Gen 8. And uh, so I just rolled with it and we, uh, we did it. We painted up uh, the Gladiator shell with a... Uh, it's kind of a color changing uh, color of from green to purple and it goes on clear and we backed it in a white to kind of give it a little bit of a sparkle. So it's kind of got a, a purplish green sparkle on it, depending on how, uh, which angle you look at the shell. And then of course, both of those shells, we did put the SK Hobbies logo right there on the front, uh, the front of the, the truck right there. And, um, and we got those mounted up. So we're looking at getting either another uh, Tacoma shell for the other Gen 8, or we might be going with like the Dodge Ram or the Chevy's version of those shells just to add some contrast to it. So we're, we're working on that. Um, other news on the channel is, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm changing things up for YouTube. And um, I'm, uh, I'm moving away from the Arma Creighton which, you know, I did a conversion of it, if everybody's been watching YouTube for me. Uh, I did a conversion to what they call the Creighton XL. And that Creighton XL, basically what you do is you take, you start with a Creighton flat platform and 
you you stretch the chassis. So you're going to get the Mojave chassis plate. You're going to put that on there. You're going to need to get the Mojave's uh, tower brace support. So it's that big red bar that goes down the center between your two shock towers. So you're going to need that. And then you're going to need the new chassis brace for the front of... Uh, and I had started with the EXB, so I had to get that red EXB chassis brace. So I had to get that. And then, um, of course, your side plastic rails... You know, the ones on the Creighton, they do fit on. Uh, they don't, you know, I think there's like four out of the five holes you can put screws in. And I ran it like that for a little bit, but then I ordered the Mojave uh, side chassis uh, skirts there and got those put on. I just didn't put the arms that come out, the little bumper things. I didn't put keep those on. I took those off. And... Uh, so you do all of that and it basically extends the chassis brace. So ultimately what you do is you're making a poor man's arm of fire team out of it. And it turned out awesome. Uh, you know, it's got all that M2C parts and all that stuff. Uh, hot racing um, CVD knuckles, uh, the drive shafts, everything is, is all done. 3D RC bumper spring in the front. I got a 3D RC uh, wing mount in the rear. Uh, the, the differential housing's been upgraded to that hard uh, anodized uh, aluminum housings. So it's, it is, is beefed up, you know. Still running the, the standard EXB Mojave chassis plate. I didn't buy the M2C racing one, but uh, I don't think I'm going to keep it. Uh, I think I'm going to move on uh, to bigger and better things to get, get some new stuff and new content for the channel. And so I've, uh, I'm, I'm moving forward and getting that sold. So that's up for sale on Facebook. Hey, if anybody's interested in it, hit me up in the descriptions on uh, Facebook or you can find me on uh, my website at uh, www.skhobbies.com and you can email me through there. You can email me at stitch at skhobbiesaz. Correction. You can email me at stitch at skhobbies.com and uh, and we can work something out if you're interested in it. Uh, but it is up in Facebook Marketplace in Phoenix. I don't have it set up for shipping on there um, because if I do any kind of shipping and everything, somebody's going to need to contact me and we'll work those details out. I don't want to I don't want to deal with uh, with that stuff uh, through like Facebook or eBay or uh, offer up type shipping stuff. It's always a pain in the butt. I want to make sure that I get the right shipping and everything for everybody. But yeah, so um, so I got that going up for sale. And then also on my son's uh, Gen 7 uh, Pro, we, uh, we replaced the shell on that one. And we actually put the cliffhanger body shell on top of it. So it's a night and day difference. That, that other body shell that was kind of like a... Uh, a Jeep Cherokee style body shell was so top heavy with all of the plastic that was up in there, the roof rack, the tire up on top. Um, that thing would just flip over very easily. And my son liked the way that it looked. And so he didn't really want to get rid of it. But we ended up going and, uh, and getting that cliffhanger body shell. He was interested in doing that. And so I let him paint it himself. And what he did is he took that lame sparkly spray that I had and he, uh, he painted the inside of his shell with that and then backed it in um, uh, Tamiya Black. 
uh, gloss black. And so it turned out pretty good. It's really nice and sparkly. So where am I going from here? Well, you know, I told you guys I'm sitting here staring at a, uh, a Losi LMT son of a digger. And um, I'm breaking into the monster truck era. Uh, the true monster truck. You know, uh, the Creighton, you know, they consider it a monster truck. The Outcast, they consider a monster truck. But really, those are... Those, are, uh, those aren't really monster trucks. They're more of a truggy platform. And that's based off of that transmission being uh, above the chassis plate. And, um, you know, so it's, they're really truggy platforms. Um, the son of a digger, the LMT is a true monster truck. That transmission sets below everything. It's below the chassis plate level. Um, it looks, I mean, it's a beast. Uh, the thing is, is heavy, you know. Setting it next to my uh, my wife's uh, eighth scale uh, Arma Outcast, um, that anniversary edition, it looks just about the same size as that dang thing. It, it, it's it's I mean the tires are almost the same size. It's just got a uh, tenth scale uh, mounting to it. So, but yeah. So uh, the only thing I've done for it so far is uh, you know besides ooing and on on it uh, since I unboxed it yesterday is I, uh, I changed out the servo. The servo that comes in it, not saying it's a bad servo, it just, it's, it's slow. I am so used to having, you know, really quick servos because that's what all I've been putting in. I've been putting those power hobby servos in all my bashers and it's just awesome. They're so quick when they move. Uh, so I mounted that on there uh, last night and pulled out the other one. I pulled it, put a power hobbies uh, 729 MBL in there. But uh, one thing I realized is the servo that came on it is a 23 spline. So the servo saver that they had uh, attached to it is for a, of course, a 23 spline. So right now I'm not running a servo saver on my setup. What I'm running right now is a M2C Racing Techno servo horn. So that servo horn, um, because I pulled the electronics out of my Creighton, and uh, because I, I'm, I'm going to hold on to my, my 8S uh, castle system, I don't really want to get rid of that. We're just going to get rid of the Creighton itself. Um, I had an extra one of those, uh, those servo horns, so I went ahead and just mounted it on here for now, and we're going to run without a steering servo for a little bit. I don't plan on doing any super freaking you know, jump bashing type thing with this thing right now. Uh, we're just going to get kind of used to it. This is my first uh, true monster truck, so I got to get some used to some stuff and, um, you know, every you know, and everything. I've got to wait for. Uh, I have another set of kingpins on order because that's one of the high common failure things that is happening with these rigs is that those kingpins like to pop out and people lose them. So I want to make sure I got a spare set of those stand, uh, handies for it and everything, but. So that's where we're going. Um, I'm gonna be running it on 3S. We are gonna upgrade the electronics. I haven't really decided on what electronics I'm gonna put in it. I mean, I, I am a Castle fan, but if anybody uh, has got any suggestions, you know, jump over to Facebook tomorrow after the video launches for the unboxing. Um, I'm gonna post some pictures of it up on, uh, on my, uh, my Facebook page. So go ahead and jump in the descriptions if you guys got any suggestions on what you think we should do uh, electronic wise to it um, and common failures if any of you guys own an LMT 
and you you know that there's some common failures that have happened with it, jump into that description down there and tell me about it. And uh, you know, I'd love to hear more. So, battery wise, I got the Ovonic uh, Rebel battery series, the 6500 uh, Ma 3S, and they are 80C lipo batteries. So I got those; they fit in there perfect into the the uh, the battery tray. So we're going to be running those in there, and um, other than that, uh, I think she's ready to go. I did. I did link it up with my uh, my Spectrum uh, DX5C uh, controller. I'm not going to run the stock controller. I ran it for a little bit yesterday when we were just playing with it in the house because uh, I haven't taken it outside yet. Just ran it in the in the house on the tile in there, which was fun. It's completely completely awesome. That's what made me wanted to change that servo out. I realized that the steering was just you know really slow on it, so I wanted to speed that steering up. So we went ahead and did that, and um, you know the uh, you know the other thing is is I you know I'm looking for suggestions on some other things that come into the channel. We are we're going to be shifting to uh, to doing a lot of stuff crawling. So if you guys are looking for more of a bashing channel, um, you know we're going to be doing it, but it's going to be limited. Uh, we've only got this this weekend that's coming up for the AZRC bashers, and then. We have the following month of uh, April's uh, bash event. And after that, you know, it's pretty much the heat hits Arizona here. So um, we're going to be doing a lot of indoor crawling. I'm going to be working on some indoor crawling courses. And we're going to create some uh, some games out here uh, with the crawler course. And you're going to be concentrating a lot on those SCX 24s through this summer. And in the process of doing that, we're going to do some some modifications and some work on all of our basher rigs. Uh, we're going to be looking at uh, getting my son a new basher rig. We're going to kind of upgrade him from his Arma Granite and get him into uh, into something new. Uh, the Outcast. Uh, we're going to be redoing the body. We're going to get a new body for it. I've already got the electronics. Everything is pretty much great on it. We may do some upgrades on the. Uh, the A-arms and get those replaced with the EXB uh, style A-arms for it. But uh, but other than that, uh, maybe do some work on the Son of a Digger, but primarily it's going to be on our crawlers. We're going to be doing some upgrades on the the both the Axial and the Element uh, Enduros and the Axial uh, SCX-102 uh, kit. We're going to be doing some more stuff with that. And then uh, I'm also going to be looking at getting a, uh, a couple of additional crawlers. And not necessarily crawlers, but more rock racers. And um,
Yeah, so we're going to end up getting uh, like the uh, the gatekeeper, the rock crawler trail truck. And we're going to be running. A, uh, I might get one, maybe two. I'm not quite sure um, exactly the route we're going to go. Um, you know, they have both the, uh, the builder's kit and they have the ready to run. But we're going to be doing the builder's kit and build that route so we can... We can we can up, update the electronics and everything ourselves, and um, we're going to be doing some upgrades on the SEX twenty uh, fours. Um, I've been thinking about getting a couple of the Enduro twenty fours from Element, but uh, I just don't know if I'm ready to 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 take on those tasks right now because you know they're a one S smaller motor, um, and there's just so much so much bang for the buck you get with those SEX twenty fours. So. Uh, we might be doing that and uh we might even uh you know maybe branch into making one a monster truck and uh and doing a little mini monster truck i don't know exactly what's coming for this summer but we'll we'll figure it out definitely going to figure it out but uh but yeah other than that i don't know if i really have very much else to talk about right now um i got to get get my shop cleaned up and we're going to be starting to to get ready for this weekend, Sunday's coming around the corner, and we got the, uh, you know, the March Bash with the AZRC Bashers. And um, if any of you guys are in the valley, you guys want to go out to it, you know, let me know. Jump on the AZRC Bashers uh, Facebook group, and uh, they've got, you know, the location of where we're going. It's, it's, uh, it's over there in Phoenix. Um, but yeah, other than that. Uh, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the podcast. Thanks for listening. Um, don't forget to jump over to my YouTube channel, SK Hobbies AZ. And uh, don't forget to like and subscribe over there. I hope you guys enjoyed everything. I'm Stitch, SK Hobbies AZ. And uh, we're signing out of the podcast. Thanks for listening.